Hello everyone, we're your hosts, Connor, Jack, and Jono, and this is Podcast Lizard. Alright guys, what I'd like to do first is introduce the fact that we've now got a Twitter up, so on our Twitter we'll be updating when we have new episodes, just general updates, maybe when we're thinking about recording a podcast, and in our descriptions of our Twitter and our SoundCloud, we have a link to our Discord, where we've set up a private Discord where any of our listeners can join. Yeah, uh, anyone that wants to put any sort of feedback or any kind of information for future podcasts or any comments that they've got, just stick them in the Discord and we'll be happy to address them or make a podcast of them in the future. Yep. Yeah. That's another thing that we're thinking about doing is later on down the lines introducing guests to our podcast. So we'll have a chat with people who we may not normally chat with. Expand it out. Get get new voices, new minds, new yeah. opinions. Yeah. So how frequently how frequently do you think that we're gonna upload? I'd say about once a week ish, but not on any set day. Yeah. 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 I agree with that, yes. Could be twice a week, uh, may not be, it just depends on if we've got the content and the free time to be able to do it. So, today's podcast. Yeah, what's in store then, Jonna? Today, we're going to be introducing you to each of the hosts a bit more by asking questions that the other hosts prepared for them. And just to sort of... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It was all done secretively. So it was. All, all the, the questions that we have for each other, the other two would have made questions for the one, and that worked in like a triangle. So me and Jonna have three questions for Connor. Me and Connor have three questions for Jonna, and Connor and Jonna have three questions for me. And we're just going to rotate like that, just so you can kind of get to know us a bit better. And we have no idea what the questions are, so it'll be good for us to kind of improvise this and see where this heads. It certainly will. So, uh, we we did a randomizer the other day just on who's going to go first with theirs and it's Jonna. So Jonna's getting the, receiving the questions first. Perfect. Oh yeah. So, one of the things we have for you Jonna is the topic of Heroes of the Storm. So you're addicted, you play it every day. Yep. Why? What, what, what's so good about it, and what, what do you like about it? Combines everything I like in a game, really. I mean, how is it different from the other games that are like, you know, League of Legends, Dota? It does a lot of things different. It's got multiple maps. It's got Blizzard characters, and I grew up playing them games. And I've just been playing the game since the alpha, so I've seen it like change throughout its whole lifespan. You like all the characters? Is there's nothing bad that you think about the game? It's not perfect, but I like all the characters in the game. And and it constantly gets updated. So every every few weeks or so, you get a new hero, and then maybe new maps and new skins and everything. So it keeps it exciting. Yep. Yeah, but Connor, you don't really play heroes, do you? So. Uh, no, not really. You won't have much of an idea of what's going on. <laughs> no, I played it a couple of times, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't well, know anything. 
<laughs> so, our second question, what have you got, Connor? Our second question. Jonna, this is a little story you can tell. It involves a seagull. <laughs> some oh, bridges. No. And a particular donut that you bought. Fire away. Alright. So, I'm on my way to university. And anyone who knows me knows I love sugar strand donuts from Greg's. I, I get me Greg's. That. It's winter. I've got me. I've got me hood up because it's raining. And as soon as I leave the shopping centre, I'm walking over to uni. I feel a big tap on my shoulder. <laughs> and I think it's just one of these. I think it's Jack O'Connor. Before some seagull does a mad barrel roll over, <laughs> snatches the donut out of my hand, and flies away with it. You know, it's, it's amazing how it didn't like catch a finger or something and like really hurt you because like I'm oh. sure there was something on the news about like a, a little girl that had a finger taken off when she was eating some fish and chips or something at Seaburn or God, could have been worse it's like a near death experience <laughs> nah if I lost a finger that's me game and life gone <laughs> it's not, nothing else to live for you're not alone to play with your toes ah no the thing is with that as well it was like it was just the start of the week, and things like that were happening the entire week. It was the worst week of my life, easily. <laughs> <laughs> Start with a seagull. Just went downhill. That to be fair, nice. though, I did strike the first blow on the seagull. Did you? When I, when I was really young, my dad was pushing us around the town in a buggy, and he ran over a seagull and killed one while I was in it. <laughs> oh my god! So, <laughs> I guess it was kind of even now, but... Karma. I'm still not happy bitch. about it. Imagine if it was the same seagull that I remembered after all these years. Oh, it's like the wife of the seagull that got murdered. <laughs> oh my god! Coming back to revenge. <laughs> like a John Rambo seagull. <laughs> Aye, if John Rambo was a wife, yeah. What? Or no, a seagull. The one that attacked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was seeing the one that was the wife was the one that attacked him, not the one that was brutally murdered by Jonah's dad. Oh, so we're saying that the the seagull that attacked Jonah was the wife? No, it was definitely a Rambo. Aye. It did a right. full flip over my shoulder and everything. That's a good point. It's cool, that seagull. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've, we've got your third question. So, you are doing a computing science course at university? Yep. Um, where are you hoping that'll take you? Where are you wanting to get with that? Well, it hasn't changed really since I started university. I've just wanted to get in some area of software development. Software engineer, something like that. You haven't got any ideas of uh, any companies that you'd like to work for? Or? Not really, to be honest, and I probably should. I guess I'd need to look into that. Well, we all do, don't we? <laughs> because we all don't really have much of an idea where we're going. No, not really. I can't see where I will be <coughs> next year to now. Yeah, you've got no idea where you're going to turn up. No. <laughs> Alright, uh, who's up next then? It's you! Right. Who's answer, you. Who's asking the first question then? Uh, Jonna? Yeah, I'll ask the first one. 
Right, Connor. Yes. I think most people who know you would say you're a bit of a, a movie guy. Just a bit, yes. Yeah? yeah. I feel like I ask you about almost any movie and you'll you'll have some opinion on it. You've you'll know about it, you've probably seen it. Pretty much. And it, you're always stopping up late to watch TV shows or movies. I am. Hi. So, is there any standout movies you have, or why why do you watch movies all the time? Good question. Um, standout movies. I mean, there's the classics like The Goonies. Have you seen The Goonies? Uh, I think everyone's seen The Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a classic. Um, a personal favourite of mine is The Breakfast Club. Just, it's a film that I related to. So, I don't <laughs> I feel know. feel so passionately about it. I imagine myself as one of them. <laughs> it was just, when I watched it, it was just really enjoyable, so... It was cool. And then there's pretty much every Quentin Tarantino film that he's made. They're all just epics. They're absolutely brilliant to watch. But going on to the other question, why I watch films? Like um, every night, like. <laughs> I mean, I've been slowing down lately. I haven't watched one in a while, to be honest. I've been watching TV series um, lately, but I mean, when I watch a film, it's just you—it's just entertainment. Um, I like to find films that not many people have watched because you can find like gems in them type of films well that's an interesting story when I when I turn up to university and you say Jack you'll never believe what I watched last night you'll come up with a film that no one's ever heard of before and tell us about how crazy it is have you heard of the film called Rubber no I haven't a friend told us to watch it, and he said, oh, it's a really good film. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a watch. I was sitting down watching it, and long story short, it's about a tyre that has <laughs> telekinetic powers, and it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It was blowing people's heads off and that. No, it was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely awful, but I had to watch it all because it was... A tiger rolling it down a road, killing people. Did you tell this mate that told you to watch it that it was shit? Of course I did. And he went, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he put a Jupiter's to watch it. But, I mean, it, I'm glad he did Jupiter's to watch it because it's one of them shit films that, like, so bad it's good. It's like, like on the, the room. It's on the cusp. Oh, that's a, that's a different kettle of fish. That's a film I haven't seen, The Room. But I have seen clips on YouTube, which but I know both of you have, because we were looking at a few the other night. Just last night, yes. Yeah. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It's I insane. did not. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. There is a... Um, a documentary coming out. I don't know if it's this year. I think it might be this year. Uh, it's a documentary about the room, how it got created, and it's um, apparently got like uh, A-list stars like uh, James Franco and his crew 
like uh, Seth Rogen and all them, they're all in it. Uh, really? Just, just talk, yeah, like just talking about the film and that. But I, d- I don't know much more than that. I just know what I've seen on IMDb. But I reckon views on that film will shoot up then. Like DVD purchases of the room will <laughs> magically appear out of nowhere from that. I wonder if the mid DVD versions of the film. Well, I hope so, because like it's it's one of those that's so bad that you kind of need to see it. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't believe that a film could be that bad. That's true. It's true. It's like that film I keep trying to get you to watch, Jack. What's Which one? That, what's that film called? Masters Which of one? Disguise. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a film that is really bad, but it's on the cusp of being really bad. It's not good. But there is some scenes in that which are just hilarious. When he's dressed as a like a turtle, for instance, and oh, it's 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 so stupid. Well, I told you about Birdemic. I think you should see that. I did watch. The, you did link us the trailer for that. And if anyone hasn't seen the trailer for Birdemic, I recommend you go and watch the trailer. Please watch it. It's an experience. <laughs> well, well, they said that I'm sure I read somewhere that the the actual bird animation that they used cost them about a pound or something, about a dollar. No way. Yeah. Well, I see a no way, but when you watch it, it's it's they've they've overexpensed it. <laughs> well, that film went over budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the effects. <laughs> Whoa. So, moving on. You got your second question. Right. So, you're looking to move to the United States when uh, you finish university, aren't you, Connor? I am, yes. Is there, is there any big reason for that? Is there any anywhere particularly you want to move to? I, I've always said nowhere particular in America, but not the east side. <laughs> so, like, not like... Um, the New York New area York? or anything like that. It, it, I just don't like Florida, New York, Miami, anywhere like that. It's it's not where I want to be. Central, like a Texas area, I think that would be hilarious because of like what we were discussing earlier in the day, going to rodeos and yes. stuff like that. It would just be hilarious. And that's one of the reasons why I want to go to America is because... It's just so interesting, some of the stuff they get up to. Like, some of the events they have on, they're just... They're crazy. They're absolutely crazy. Just, it's totally different to the UK. It is, yeah. And and that's what you want. Yeah, live like, growing up in a place like Sunland, there's just... There's not much to do. There just isn't. You have to travel outside of Sunland to do more stuff. And... I mean, I've always felt like uh, moving out of Sunland so why not go to extremes and like go like hundreds of miles across the world <laughs> I mean are you not nervous about that though honestly no not really but I mean do you not feel like, like that would kick in more when when you get to the stage of shit I'm actually having to move like next week <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say that. I'm I'm okay now, but it is month like a few months away, so 
And I'm um, I'm looking at doing this sort of like camp thing over there before I actually move out. So I really like the idea of that. That summer camp with university. So you you get the taster for what is it six weeks? It's something like that. It's it's quite flexible, so you don't really know until you're placed. But right. the interesting thing about that is you get a free month with a working visa over there. And that's mm-hmm. that's outside of the camp. So they literally just say you can go and do whatever you want. Which is the most interesting thing. Aside from the camp. So hopefully I get uh, placed at a camp. Do you know exactly where in America they'll place you? No, no. It's um Are there options? It's sorta of like so there's a database of so many people that have applied to go to a camp and them come individually in America, choose who they want. So you yeah. don't really have a say unless there's multiple camps that are coming after you. But it's it's unlikely if you haven't been before. So more than likely it'll be somewhere I don't know. Maybe. And, uh, w- we were talking earlier when when at university when I said to you if you were looking for something massively different you would move to somewhere in Asia wouldn't you but <laughs> your fussy with food was the only reason you came back at me with that <laughs> I'm very fussy with food so a place you like do Asia, American food well come on everyone knows American <laughs> food it's 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 the standard burgers chips and pizza and, Pizza, like everyone loves that sort of sort of food, <laughs> so I'm okay. But then when you go to like uh, Asia, it's it's quite it's quite interesting. I'll see the food Are you over not there. Big on on noodles and rice and fish. No, no, no. None of them. Seafood. I'm I'm not partial to seafood, so uh-huh. it's not really good. And I'm not a big fan of like curries or anything like that. That's a shame. Yeah. So I'll stick with America and possibly. Um, okay. So, is... your last question. Okay. Have you got it, Jonna? Right. Yep. Took a while to think of this one, but if I was right. to think of any game to relate to you, Connor, it would be Footy Manager. Why is that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> How much hours have you got on the old footy managers on Steam again? I mean, it's months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's months. So. And you're talking about more than one footy manager there. You're talking about like across five years or so of buying yeah. the new footy managers. Yep, that's right. So with the most recent one, I bought it around Christmas, and I'm looking again to it. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to know. What do you like so much about Footy Manager? How have you put that much time into it? I mean, what what I like about Football Manager is the fact that you don't you dictate the tactics that uh, you play, but you don't dictate how your team is going to play in that game in that moment. So it's all um, what's the word? It's all unpredictable. So it's, yeah. It's how you manage the team outside of everything. And you need to know 
what sort of roles you need to bring in over the years because the way I like to do saves is I normally have one save for that whole time I don't I don't um, start them from the same year over and over again so I go into like um, like 2025 and that so it's how I build up a career from a quote unquote shit team to a team where I'm dominating Europe with like a team like uh, Bayern Munich or something it's how it's how I adapt over them years so with the time that I put in I'm always I'm always looking ahead but the players that I have it's like the players that I have I always make up like relationships with them in my head so there's some players where like I really don't get on with so like if they don't play well it's like they'll not get in the team for like weeks and something that I like to bring up when I talk about stuff where players can affect like your mind is um, do you know Jason Manford the yeah. comic mm-hmm. he tells a joke that he went to he's a Manchester City fan and he went to like a banquet this one time and there's a footy player who used to play for him called uh, Mika Richards and he went to this banquet and he didn't know why but he was he wasn't happy with Mika Richards he was he was really upset with him for some reason but he didn't know and then like a few days later he clicked that he had been acting up in football manager and he'd been missing training sessions and he had to fine him and that affected his like real world relationship really yeah yeah with that player <laughs> which is like it's crazy but that's how invested you get into a game so do you get one, like that oh yeah yeah like <laughs> you get so invested with them players that the time just flies by and then before you know it, you've been playing it for like six hours so that's how the time like racks up but if you were going to get into football manager you have to have the time to do it yeah it's not something you can pick up for like an hour so it's just it's so much to absorb straight away as well isn't it it is yeah and one of the hardest things about football manager was the beginning choosing the team choosing who you want to start with it it always sticks me at the beginning of a year it's a nightmare and knowing you with that game as well, you this that's the game that can either make you absolutely ecstatic for the rest of the week or make you want to punch a hole through your TV. <laughs> I have buried a mouse because of that game. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that, that isn't as bad as some people's game of rage, you know. No, no, not at all. I know people who've done but... far worse, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it but... is still a mouse, so... It's it's the game that gets you on edge the most, isn't it? It is, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. It's you're, the one you're I get more invested in that. Yeah, it's the one I get invested the most, for sure. <laughs> Does that answer your question? <laughs> I guess so. So, moving on. Are you done now? Yeah. So that means it's your turn, Jack? It does. Right. Here we go. Jack. 
we know, but some of the listeners might not know, that you're an aspiring magician. Ah, uh, yes. You might have been expecting this question coming up. I think. I mean, like, if there's anything to ask me about, it would be that, wouldn't it? It's the... It would, yeah. Well, it's inter- <laughs> it, 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 it is interesting, because... It's not every day you come by one. No, no. No, you don't. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, so... Why why do you want to become a magician? So why do you want that as a career? You you want me to talk about how it first started? You can do, yeah. Well, I mean... I guess it was from watching magicians on the TV. So you, you, you'll see them do a trick and everyone has the same reaction. Where, like, they think... How the hell did they do that? You know, it it blows your mind to a degree. You might see one special trick that you'll always remember as your favorite trick. And going back to it and seeing it on YouTube or, or thinking about it in your mind, you just cannot understand how it's done. And I decided to go out on a limb one day uh, years ago and I bought a book and I wanted to read up and understand how different tricks were done. Right. Because I, I, I just got so... It was more like it was actually annoying me that I couldn't work it out, if you know what I mean. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like it was. I was watching the trick over and over again. I was thinking, how the hell do they do that? So I was thinking, oh, I'll buy a magician's book <laughs> and I'll read it and, and see if they've got the tricks in there. And they did. They had loads of tricks in the book. But I, I in this specific book, I can't even remember the name of it. I don't... I don't know if I've got it in my bookshelf, but um, it's it said something along the lines of if if you go out of your way to discover a trick's secret, then you should also go out of your way to keep that secret and to um, show it off. Don't just seek out the knowledge without then performing it yourself because you're ruining the art. And it made me think, like, I wouldn't be looking into that trick if I didn't want to know how it was done, if I wasn't entertained by it, if I wasn't so engaged with it. So I thought, well, okay, I'll try and perform some things. So I I read the book, I I learned different moves, different um, tricks that I could do. I showed a few people some things and it it starts from there, really, when, when, when you first done a trick to um, a friend or a family member, even a stranger. Um, it's it's really exciting to know that they like ask you oh, how's that done. Like they they you've stumped them and you've entertained them at the same time, and it it's really nice. It's it's a uh, it's good to be an entertainer in that way. So, I mean, years later, I kept doing it and learning more and more and more, and now I kind of want to do it as a job. Is there anything else that you'd like to know about that? So, like, on the career side of it, you say you want to do as a job. Yeah. Have you looked into the, how you'd get into magic as a profession? So, I... university, if you want to do? I mean, university's obviously going to be the priority at the minute, because I need to get that out of the way. But once that's over, um, what I have in mind, after emailing a few magicians, like famous ones... Uh, they, they don't mind you emailing and asking questions and trying to figure out ways of how they got established and a bit about them uh, and 
I, I, I spoke with one, and he, he said to not fall into a trap of convenient excuses where you're just putting it off and you're you're building it up, saying, "Okay, I'm going to go and head and do this," and then you think, "Ah, I don't know. It's it's not going to be likely. It might not happen. It might not. It might upset myself." because it didn't work out or whatever you kind of have to go for it and you've got to try so I was looking into different ways that other people did it and I got told to go into restaurants, go into bars um, do different tricks there, totally for free you know, um, you're just an entertainer at the minute until you've kind of got video evidence maybe, or like a portfolio or a name for yourself, like a Facebook page, where you could then start of advertise yourself and show off all the kinds of things that you can do so at the minute I'm saving up for a camera a decent one so I can have the things that I can do recorded and then put up on the internet or maybe even sort of develop my own website to get my name out there but eventually once I've got enough video evidence I could start up my own business and you know maybe do kids parties or weddings and uh, maybe just different events in a pub or in a bar and restaurants it'll kind of go from there and then who knows maybe the right person sees you and you get a stage show or whatever is that it's what... all about getting established first isn't it yeah is that what you'll be working towards uh, a show of your own on a stage you know that's that's the dream come true wouldn't it but yeah I don't know where where it would go from from the beginning, so I'd I'd have to start somewhere before I can say I I want to go down this route. But I I guess I would love to be able to do sort of stage shows, but I I, I don't know how that would where I would go, like who would who would employ me? Would I be a part of a group? Would I I I don't know where you would go to try and get these events. I wouldn't know how to get started. Yeah. Well, obviously in 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 time i guess maybe yeah i would i would love to do something like that cool does that uh, answer the question that's great yeah 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 for the next question another hobby of yours but a little bit of an older one you were really yeah. into free running oh god yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um that's that started off a few years ago with a group of friends um I I wasn't actually interested at first. Um, my friends had been doing it for about a year or two before me. Uh, I was just going out with them um, because I was just going out for a bit banter. No, I didn't. They they were my only friends that I would go out with, uh, and they kept telling me for months, uh, even years, to start it. But I just thought the same thing everyone else would think, and like, nah, I don't know, breaking a leg or or doing something stupid having an accident but it's until you try you kind of really appreciate it it's uh you might think about all the dangerous aspects as that side of it but it is after all just gymnastics but outside um Uh once you give it a try and you start getting somewhere it feels really good you just want to get better i for one can vote that it is quite dangerous yes so there's a there's a gym in spennymoor uh, a gymnastics gym and on a Tuesday and Thursday night they have like a free open session to people uh, well it's not free you have to pay but it's 
it's just a room that's available, like a free room for you to go in and do what you want. Um, yeah. And it had like two big foam pits and trampolines and runways and springboard flooring and lots of soft mats and equipment that you can use. And uh, we went with uh, me. Me and Connor went with uh, a few others. It was some of your friends, and, and we were playing. Uh, we were playing that game. What, what was that game called? Horse. Is it horse? It's, it's like if you have. Yeah, to, yeah, it was yes, yeah. So it it's one one person might do a flip, and you've either got to match it or top it. If you don't, you get a letter, and it's it's whoever completes the word is the loser, and whoever stays in the game until the end wins. So it's just a test of skill or like. Even a test of your bottle, really. How how much, how committed you are to beating someone down. I mean, bottle but, does go hand in hand with stupidity. So. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you have to have a bit of craziness within yeah. you to be able to do those sort of things. But in in a kind of soft, safe, spongy environment, you'd think that you wouldn't hurt yourself. And so Connor did. <laughs> I, I told him, just try a backflip. Just try it. I'll I'll, I'll be here. I'll watch you. I'll. I'll tell you, I'll talk you through it. I had uh, two people it. spotting us. Yeah, yeah, two people spotting, just like, it was just a guard, it was, uh, we had our hands behind his back, so if something was to go wrong, we would try and push him round to get him to land almost on his feet or towards his knees, just some way he wouldn't land on his head. Um, so, that didn't work, and he landed on his head. <laughs> I mean, it's all a blur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't exactly get a knocked unconscious, did you? No. Right. So, so but he like... landed on his head. He got up, said "ow" a few times, had a couple of deep breaths, sat down for a bit, and then told me that he knacked up his chest. Um, a couple of months later, it, it seemed to heal. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it was horrendous, though. It was like it, it was an injury where it like if I sneezed I was in agony. So when I Do you I think like you, you maybe like tore a muscle or something like that in your chest. I could have done, yeah. Because it lasted ages, like, like two. It did last a while. It did, yeah. <laughs> Every time I sneezed, was brewing. I was, I was petrified. <laughs> 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 but it was it was quite funny. So yeah, I, I, I love to. I loved doing free running. It, it was amazing. I did it for about five years. But uh, when we started college, a lot of people went to different colleges and had different times uh, that they were attending, so we couldn't get together as much. And then it kind of just faded out from there. But I, I, I loved doing it. I would give anything to go back to doing it. But I don't have the the physical uh, capacity to be able to do the things that I could do before. I mean, I could relearn it. It wouldn't take as long to learn it as the first did, but I just—I'm not as healthy as I was. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. For your third and final question, this is this this one's a thinker, right? Oh God. It's either you can't think of an answer, or there might be a, a story that pops in your head like straight away. The right. Quest, the question is. As a child, oh my god! <laughs> is is there anything that you did looking back seemed quite strange? Seemed quite strange in what sense? In this, I don't know. Like, um, 
<laughs> like, nice. like you're targeting me at one specific thing. Like you're trying to get me to own up to something that you all know, but I don't know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, let's 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 change the question then. Let's rephrase it. Is there any interesting childhood stories that you have? Anything particular In- stands out? As a child. Yeah. Like how young are we talking? Like like. Like primary school or secondary school? Either really. Yeah. Ah, I mean, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing really significant stands out. No. No. Then. <laughs> I, I I was I was just about the same sort of kid everyone else was at school. Put my hands in a bunsen burner accidentally once before. You know when you talk with your hands. Aye. Yeah. And you get you get really into a conversation and your hands start going. Right. I was do I was doing that and I had my hands just out in front of me and it was in a bunsen burner and I didn't realise until like seconds later when I started smelling the hair on my arm was burning. What? Yeah, I, I set my hand on fire. Like the back of my hand was very badly burnt. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh like I, was... both. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel it until like after I took it out the flame though. That was the weird thing. That's crazy. You'd think I'd know if my hands in fire. <laughs> that is crazy. I think I was committed to that conversation. I guess. <laughs> I don't know why that's popped into my head. Well, I, I haven't got anything significant as a child. No. No. I guess when I was at secondary school, I was into all that free running stuff, and I did that for about five years, the entire secondary school, pretty much. And then the first year of college. But I, I, I don't really remember anything. <laughs> it's it's all just a blur. I don't, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> well, we think that every day of our life, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> In terms of what <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, you mean a shared opinion? You're not just like saying that about me. You're not just like, well, I don't know where oh, you came from. It's like, geez, how is he still here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uni- universe is also much, yeah. <laughs> what, what, did, what did we do today? <laughs> I mean, we went to university and had a chat. That's what happened, yes. Yeah. That was it, wasn't it? We did a little bit of work. But no, you did a little bit of work. Y- yeah. But it was more of a discussion than actually doing work. So. I, I can't work at university, though. It's, it is difficult. Uh, it's really difficult. Like <laughs> You come home and it's so much easier. I'm too distracted. Because, well, I mean, I'm the distractor. As, uh, but we all distract each other. That's the problem. Yeah. We're all instigators of it. <laughs> Of a conversation. I mean, some are worse than others, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're horrible. Like, whoa, it, it's the worst one. It's you. I sit there quietly. What you're talking about? How dare you? <laughs> lies. It's all lies. <laughs> are we? Are we all done for me? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, thanks. That was good. So that's been a bit about us. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed and liked what you heard um, at least now you you kind of know a bit of the insides of what, what our, our past or our likes and what we get up to on a daily basis just a reminder you can find us on Twitter at Podcast Lizard 
And feel free to join our Discord server. There's a link in our Twitter and our SoundCloud, and you can talk directly to us as hosts, you can talk to each other. Post whatever you want. Yeah, give us some content, give us things to talk about. We'll, we'll be happy to read through stuff and see what kind of things you guys want to hear about. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. This has been Podcast Lizard, signing off.